This is Michael Faber, founder of Unleash You Now. If you want to learn how to level up and be successful through masterminds, then you should listen to my good friend, Brandon Straza, and the Mastermind Effect. You love to learn, grow, and improve yourself, but you're still not where you want to be? The right mastermind can be the ultimate secret weapon when it comes to personal development, but trying to find the one that's built for you isn't always easy. Welcome to the Mastermind Effect, the one and only show that focuses on helping you cut through the noise, invest in yourself, and move past your natural limits. This is everything you need to know about masterminds, brought to you by your host, Brandon Straza. Hey everyone, today we've got the founder of Unleash You Now, Michael Faber. He gets into why the best coaches learn from other coaches and never stop learning. He talks about how masterminds allowed him to get more time back in what he loves. And Michael explains how traditional education teaches you to be a good employee as opposed to doing what you want. Check it out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I believe the only way to unlock your potential is to tap into the experience of others. And today, to help us do this, we have got the founder and CEO of Unleash You Now, Michael Faber. Michael, welcome to the show, man. Thank you so much for having me, man. It's a pleasure. I love what you're doing. Absolutely. And you and I have already had some amazing conversations, and I'm really looking forward to today. But when someone realizes that's listening to the show, all the value that you're bringing and all the unbelievable nuggets you're giving us, where can they find you or personally reach out to you if they want to connect? I love that. Hopefully I drop some nuggets. Now the pressure's on, right? Like you really started. <laughs> so you can find me, Michael Faber, on almost every social media platform or the coach Mike Faber. My email and phone number are public on all my uh, profiles, uh, just because I actually do want people to be able to contact me directly. And it's actually like my real number. It's not like some SMS service. It's going to be like, just send you random messages and tell you today's great. If you need to, if you ever need to contact anyone, you're not alone. You can definitely send a message. Awesome. Because you've got an unbelievable backstory that we aren't going to get into a lot of it today, but when they realize how real and how honest and genuine and what your background was, it's, you just pull people in, they gravitate to what you're doing. So Let's just, let's kind of jump into uh, what we're going to talk about today. You know, the ability for us to learn has changed. Like what we have access to has changed so much over the last 10 years. When you and I were younger, hey, we learned from books and teachers and classmates. And then eventually, you know, it's our friends and our coworkers and continuing family. But that only is like a sliver of what's really possible. How has your learning changed from your early years versus today? Oh, wow. Uh, you were hitting it on the head there. It's uh, I say where I grew up, I didn't know if I had money or not. I didn't know how we were or not, right? It's because our community, you got to see other people's parents and, and things like that. But it was so, the community was so cookie cut in a way of like thoughts, beliefs, actions, right? Because everybody had similar existence. And that made it where all you really learned was what you were in, right? Like in the community, in the environment, and that's in that spot. So now I can learn from someone in India, like now, just like that, right? So I, you can learn something about different cultures, right? Different beliefs, different thought processes, right? You can learn now literally anything from anywhere that you want to, good or bad, right? So now how, how do you learn? It's like you can find people that are experts, right? Or people that mastered their craft or spent hours and hours and hours trying to really focus on one area or one skill. And you could find that person even if you're not in that area, right? You could learn from the best piano player in the world right now. Before, we could only learn from the best piano player in our area. And that's how much the world and how you can be, how you can educate yourself and how you can learn and how you can really try to master skill sets to grow. And that's beautiful. The internet became the great equalizer now. 
Yeah. And, and that's interesting. You say, you know, you can learn from anyone, but when you choose, who do you choose to learn from and how you know that they're not just one step ahead of you, how you know that they're like, they actually, they're 10 steps ahead of you. They're seeing those pitfalls because they've already made those, those errors mm. and those mistakes. And I think that's some of the things we might get into today. And that's some of the difficult you know, processes that the consumers have to go through. Who do I trust? So Oof. yeah, we'll, we'll, well, I think we'll get dive into that a little bit more as our conversation continues. So, you know, as we have the ability to learn from so many people and take in more information than ever before, I think it can get confusing. You know, some people, they learn from a mentor, an accountability buddy, a mastermind, online courses. There's a lot of ways to learn. I think you get my point. Who are you currently learning from? And more importantly, how did you find them? There's some great questions, right? And you're right. Right now, the biggest problem with us, our growth is overwhelm because there's so much. There's so many courses. There's so many masterminds. There's so many groups. Like there's so much out there now. The market's flooded, right? So how do you pick the ones no longer that you can build a rapport with, but also that could best serve you, right? That could that could really bring you to another level and let you see clearly how to make that another level into another level, right? So there's a couple of things that I really go by when I'm trying to gain information from someone or gather knowledge from someone to then apply to my life to make it better, right? Because knowledge is not king, right? Applied knowledge is, I forget who said that, but I'm sure it, it wasn't me, All right? So I don't want to take any lines that weren't mine. So I don't look for someone that's one step ahead. I don't look for someone that's one level ahead. I look for someone that is what I say, three steps in the game ahead of me, right? Because I get, I get to see how they moved and I get to see how they're moving. And so I get, it's almost like two lessons in one, right? I get to see what they did. And I also get to see what they're doing to project themselves into another level, right? Because hopefully we're learning from people that are not done. I don't want a professor from a university right now unless that professor from the university has skin in the game. And then another thing too is it's, it's do your due diligence. Uh, one of the things that we do with everyone that comes to us is we don't let you buy on call is because we don't want buyer's remorse ever with us. So when you talk to one of ours, people that are in sales or people that talk to people about becoming part of the Unleashing Now community, they always say 48 hours. You're not allowed to buy from us for 48 hours of our initial conversation. And why that is because we want you to do your due diligence, right? Go look at reviews, go look at posts. Right. You see people that are connected to them, at, send the message. Hey, I was thinking about investing in this. Well, what was your experiences? How has it served you during? How did it serve you after? Right. How's the relationship after the purchase? Right. Because before the purchase, everybody loves you. <laughs> right? They're not like, dude, I really don't like you. So you should buy. Right. Like that doesn't happen. So, and then who am I looking to learn from? Three steps ahead, people that have conquered something that I'm trying to conquer or that I see that I'm going to try to conquer. Right. They climb the mountain that I'm, that I'm going to climb. And then people that are in or have a skill set that I need to develop to better myself, to better serve the ones I serve. Right? So when I'm looking, that's what I'm looking for. And, uh, and I'm, I'm like you, man, I'm a constant learner, man. I love it. Right. So our first conversation, I learned from you. Right. And that's what, that's what really was less like, dude, I'll be like, I'm like, I'm in for whatever you want to be. And like, you tell me what to do. I'm in because you offered value to me on nothing, but just getting on a call. Right. Like, so there wasn't, a buy-in there. All it was was like, Hey, give me a little bit of time and you're going to speak your, your view and what you're going through and how you're building. And that then expanded my vision on how to build. Right. So it's, I don't look for just the, the big names, the ones that climb the mountains that I'm trying to climb. I'm also looking for the people around that are hustling, that are, that are, that are moving and shaking, that are paid, that are paving a path that we could all grow our skill set from and then, or our reach from. 
And then is there anyone specifically that you're learning from right now that you can list or is it like, <laughs> you know, are they double secret? Uh, no, no, no level? So there's some guys that are always like constant. Right? Well, I mean, right now I'm learning from Dean Graziazzo, Russell Brunson, Tony Robbins. No, but uh, it's something that I've been diving in. So I love marketing. I love it. Not like sell you marketing. Like here's the silver platter. You really need this. But value-based marketing, it's my favorite style of marketing, right? It's where it's not, I'm not trying to catch you with a good jingle, right? I'm trying to get you with where I'm going to give you value. The hardest thing, right? The hardest thing in our industry, we're going to give you. So right now, uh, I love the story brand. I really dove in deep into that with Donald Miller, I believe, right? So that's one I'm learning from currently. I just went through Business Mastery. Literally last week, the first virtual business mastery, which I'm like the worst virtual person ever, just so we know. It's so hard for me, but I'm trying hard. And also uh, the Y Network. I just went through a lot of uh, Simon Sinek just because I love how Simon Sinek paints a picture for you to make it so clear what he's talking about and the point he's trying to get across. So those are some that I'm learning from right now. And here's the great thing. You can find all of these people and what they're teaching. You can find so much of it free. Yes. It's, it's the give mentality. It's out there. Now, it can be overwhelming. And if you try to do it all, you'll do nothing. Mm-hmm. But if you parse it out, I mean, you think about it. You like sales, but it's the, the art of it. And because I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it helps you understand people better and how you can communicate and how you can give and appreciate what's around you. 100%. The more you know someone uh, that you're trying to serve, the better you can serve them. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you want to be a value add, not a value drain. So, you know, and people let's, you know, talking about people in general, they get stuck and they sometimes don't know how to execute what's, what's up here. It's almost Mm -hmm. like we get in the bushes (laughs) and we're afraid (laughs) of ourselves, you know, how we're going to, you know, how, how we're going to make a change, how we're going to make a shift. And, you know, obviously we're, we're still going through the pandemic, but I would say that this is creating a reset and how we're able to accomplish things. How have masterminds helped you when you've looked to reset and what you want to accomplish? Oh, man. First, let me be very honest. Masterminds changed my life. And I was like the biggest naysayer about masterminds over a decade ago. I was like the biggest, like, this is a crock, right? Like, it's just a money grab. And then we all just hang out and talk sports, right? <laughs> Which we do still some, sometimes hang out and talk sports. But I thought it was just like a way to pay for a club, Right. Like it was the new, it was a new country club. Right. So I went and a buddy of mine, this is literally every step of the, when I first got into the personal development, personal growth space, every step was me being suckered by a friend. Right. Like I was either lied to or guilt tripped into every single thing that I did at the beginning. Right. So it, my first conference, I was guilt tripped into going because he bought me, my boy bought me a ticket and he's like, do not make me waste my money. Right. And like, it's like, I'm so sorry. Right. Okay. I'll go. Right. And then my first mastermind guy was like, Hey, uh, he asked me if I would help him move something. And I was like, yeah, sure. And he's like, Oh, before we do that, I got to stop by and see some of my friends. I was like, all right, why don't they help move? All right. Like, don't make me move it. Right? And we went and it was literally one of his mastermind meetups. That was a local one in my, and I met so many people that I knew their businesses or I knew what they were doing, but I did not know them. Right. And then just listening to them, it was, I was there for about an hour and 15 minutes and just listening to them, everything I was doing in my life has changed because I saw and heard a better way of doing it. Right. I saw a cleaner path. I saw a, I saw a way that was quicker to get to the destination I was trying to get to. And at that point was when I really started making the change from money to time, right? Like I wanted more time 
and I get money for it, right? So because with more time, I can create more. I can do more. I can build more, right? Like I can get more moments and memories and experiences. Like I can do anything I want. So I have literally took four credit cards, made, got four credit cards out, uh, because at that point it was like the college card where you had like 2,500 limit. Right? So I got four of those so I could pay for a $10,000 mastermind. That was the first mastermind I ever joined. And masterminds are amazing in so many ways. One, the connection and community, right? Especially if you're in the entrepreneur world, sometimes it feels like you're alone, right? And it feels like you're the only one that has these battles and no one, and like, because a lot of the people around you aren't in that space necessarily in your community. So it's no one gets it, right? Like they don't, they're not the mentality, right? And these are not necessarily true, but these are things you tell yourself, right? At least things I told me. It's when you join the, when you join the mastermind, you saw that so many other people are battling those battles and you're not alone, right? And there, people would come to the community and be like, hey, listen, this is what I'm battling right now. And then so many people in that community would be like, here, this, here's this resource, 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 resource. And I'm a full believer in the, it's not the most resources, it's the most resourceful one wins. I'm a full believer in that. But if I'm very resourceful and I have more resources, I'm in good shape, right? (laughs) So it made it where the game was much more in my favor that I could be very resourceful and I had a lot of resources to do it with. And so the community aspect alone was worth it. But then you also get the knowledge, right? The the experiences they already dealt with, their expertise, right? One of my favorite stories of how powerful a mastermind can be when it comes to that is two years ago before our conference, it's like three days before our conference we put on. And the SMS service we're using and during our conference, our SMS service is huge because that's how we do all ticket sales for the next year. So our SMS service we're going to use, they bail, literally disappear, won't respond, nothing. And we're like, we got 48 hours to put together the same SMS service we had into a new SMS service. And I don't know another SMS service. So I reached out to a mastermind group and I said, hey, anybody know an SMS service that might be able to do something in 24 hours? I know it sounds realistic, right? And so, uh, and, and literally within an hour, some dude reaches out to me. He's like, oh yeah, I know this guy. Give him a call. And it was Doug. Gave him a call. And within three hours, we had our new SMS service hooked up, a better deal, right? Like more interactive, more ways of more reminders, more messages being sent, more giveaways we could do, right? So it no longer did we, did it, we get it back. We got it better. And that's the power of a mastermind group. When you have people connected that are like-minded, that are driven and that are willing to help one another. So if you say the worth of a mastermind group, it's, it's invaluable. It's, I wouldn't change it. I mean, I'm in for them and I have one. <laughs> and, and, and we're, and we're going to get into that one here shortly. And that again, it's, you, you couldn't have said it better. And, and the power of a mastermind, it's like one giant brain that comes together and says, the neurons start firing. Here you mm-hmm. go. Here you go. Here you go. It's beautiful. So yeah. All right. Speaking of masterminds, they've been around for a long time been around since the apostles, then Benjamin Franklin. And then this guy by the name of Napoleon Hill wrote a book on it, which allowed the consumers to be like, oh, this is what a mastermind is. So there's been this large boom of self-education over the last 10 plus years. And I don't see that it's really going away. How do you feel that we're moving from, how do you feel we're moving away from traditional education versus self-education? And where do you see it going? Well, I mean, I feel great. I feel very great. So <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not the biggest advocate for the regular, the normal traditional school system. I truly do believe that they teach how to be great employees and not great employers, right? Not the entrepreneur spirit or mindset. And it's nothing wrong with being an employee, right? I was it multiple times in my life, right? But I, I don't ever want anyone to have a limited mindset. I always want people to have options, 
right? Like I have a dear friend of mine who's like one of my best friends. And he would always tell me, Mike, you're too risky, man. I need safe, right? Like I need to be the VP of marketing because I need to be safe, right? And he would always tell me this. And, and, and then COVID happens, right? What happens to VPs when they know the drought's happening? Gone, right? Because they're like, we're either getting rid of the P or the VP. One of them's going because that's a big salary that we're not going to have on our books, right? So one weekend, what happens? He's gone, right? And I'm like, damn, dude. I'm like, yo, no lie. Like, come on. Like, we'll show you what to do. You, you can help us, right? In the meantime, he's like, dude, I still, I need something safe. I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you, we're literally talking because <laughs> like, I, we still have work. We're literally talking because you lost that, right? Like, and no lie, like he held out, held out, held out months until got another, another job with another company. And it was just like, bro, like what? Like you're putting yourself in the same position, right? And like my thing is positioning, right? Positioning is everything. How you position yourself is huge because there's people I know that give great value. I mean, unbelievable value, way more than they charge, but they position themselves so ridiculously bad. No one knows that they do it. Right. And I'm like, bro, you're missing out on serving the people you want to serve because you don't position in a way to serve them. Right. So sorry, I got off on a tangent, but so, <laughs> right. So uh, <laughs> with how this self-education, right. In the entrepreneurial world, I think now more than ever is going to grow even bigger, right? Like it was over a billion dollar industry to begin with. The billion now. But you're yeah, right. So yeah, so it's least over a billion, <laughs> give or take a bill, right? So so it's it's like we know when and we're talking about whenever you're talking about a billion dollar industry plus, right? It's there. There's the dissipate. It's not going to disappear. We can see traction when it's a number that big, right? There's a lot. I always say if you can measure it, right, uh, then you could figure out the scale of it, and then you could figure out the longevity of it. Right. Like if it's a six figure space, it's a risky space because we don't know if it's going to go in the right or wrong way. Right. And with that being so big and now events, I think people are seeing more and more. One, have a side hustle, have other ways to make money. Right. Two, invest. Right. And and don't just invest foolishly. Right. People say invest and they're like, just throw money at shit. I'm like, well, that doesn't really work. Right. <laughs> like, that's not what investing means. That's silly. That's like gambling. All right. Like we tried to invest. Right, that's why we use a different term. So do I think this is going to get bigger? 100%. I wouldn't be surprised. So we say $50 billion industry. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a $100 billion industry in a year, year and a half. I wouldn't be surprised because of current events and how I think these current events are going to show people that what we thought was the safe way of living isn't. Yeah. And you know, I'm investing in that future of, of self-education that you're going to be a part of that uh, we'll get into more in later shows as our beta is getting ready to be released. So, I mean, like, let's, let's get into the world of Michael. So when, when people typically invest in their future, they have a better than vague idea of like what they're going to be a part of, what they're going to get into. They're able to have an expectation of like, you know, what the outcome is and what kind of people are going to be in the room. So as you do four events a year, you know, excluding the present in Colombia, Cartagena, mm -hmm. I believe. And then you also have what's going on over here stateside. What should people expect when they enter Michael's reality? That's a great one. I was having this conversation last night with someone. They said, like, tell us, no, what kind of entrepreneur do you have? Like, what industry? And I'm like, bro, we, we have people in all industries that are part of us. Like, we don't just have one industry. I think that'd be like the worst group. It was all just and surgeons. <laughs> I, mean, I, really, I really want to join this group. It's all hand surgeons. Like, what? 
right? Like, uh, no. So what I say we focus on, what you're going to get with me and the people that our community is heart-centered, impact-driven entrepreneurs or people or mission-centered people. And what I mean by that is that, but don't get me wrong, we love making money. We know how important it is to keep the lights on, right? Like, and, and to be able to create the life that we want. And also we understand that the more money we make, the more impact we can have. So I'm not sitting here saying, no, we don't want no money, right? Like that people are always like, oh, you don't care about money? Why would I charge, right? Like it's, so the idea is this, it's that it's not our forefront. Our forefront is what kind of impact are we leaving? What kind of legacy are we making? What kind of world are we creating? For them, so the flag has moved further so that next generation can then move it further, right? Uh, like you, I have kids, right? I have a kid, you, you have a kid. I, I, you have a kid, I have a kid, right? So you got lucky with a son. I have a daughter. So <laughs> I'm lucky too, Brianna, if you watch this. Um, the <laughs> hearts. The, uh, so what are we doing for them? Right? How are we making it better where they can then take it and advance further? One of Elon Musk, one of his greatest interviews, wasn't him talking about his accomplishments, is that he said, I literally thought we were going to fail. I just thought we were going to move it further for the next to be able to do something better. And I was like, that is freaking beautiful that this dude was putting up his life thinking we're not going to get this, but it's going to help make it better for someone. And I was like, and that's the greater good idea. When you're showing yourself an Unleashing Now community, it's a bunch of people that are driven by impact and are heart-centered and mission-centered. Yeah. And it's the, the, the stamp that you just made right there that what Musk was willing to do for the next generation to leave that legacy, to pave that pathway, and what the type of people you're surrounding yourself with that are heart-given, you know, facing forward the give mentality people. I mean, you want to be a part of that. You want to soak that in because the relationships that you make with people that you surround yourself with is really the long, long-term effect. 100%. Last night, just a story about that, right? Because I love telling stories. Right? I love hearing stories and telling stories. Last night, a guy I was talking to, and recently I really, with everything going on, I really dove back into making sure the people in our community have the opportunity to get financial literacy, right? Like to understand the financial world, the investing world, right? Like really get a better foundation understanding of it. And then depending on where you are in that world, uh, we can gauge things for you to get even to grow even further in it. So I was reaching out to a couple people I know in my space and in the community and saying, hey, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm trying to see and trying to work. And the first person I talked to about it, they were just like, all right, I'll bring my team down. You, are you still doing that business mastermind retreat? November. I was like, yes. They're like, all right, we'll bring our team in. We'll do an hour demonstration of financial literacy. And then we'll have our team there to work individually with anyone about exactly what they have going on and how to make that better. I was like, wow, that's freaking cool. What would you, what would that cost? They're like, nothing. I was like, what? They're like, nothing, man. Like you give value. We want to give value. Like let us give. I was like, oh my, like my, I almost cried out of just like, damn, like these are the people that I'm lucky to be around. Like I'm not worthy of these kind of people to be in the community that I'm in because of how much they're like, they're willing to give a weekend of their time away from their family and in a state called Delaware, right? Like, it's not like we're going to some exotic country where they're like, dude, I'll just go for the time. <laughs> right. So just that alone, it was just like, man, this is beautiful. Like th this is, this is why I do what I do. And that's why we put in the time. So let me throw that in there. So if someone wants to maybe connect with you in November in Delaware, it is a state on the Eastern seaboard. If you haven't <laughs> heard or been there, 
where would they go to connect with you on that? If they're like, hey, I just want to see what it's about, what the cost is and what the value is. You can go to unleashyounow.com. You can go to Unleash You Now Facebook page. You can go to my page, send me a message. Anyway, we're easy. There you go. Yeah, you said it right there. So, you know, talking about the people that are that, that you surround yourself with and that come to these masterminds and to these events in Columbia, I feel that people have a way of surprising us. And I think your people have a way of surprising you from time to time due to their willingness to learn, their drive, whatever it is. Has anyone that has been to one of your events, masterminds, coachings, whatever we want to call it, have they surprised you? What were they able to accomplish? And what was the outcome because of that room that you put together? Oof, there's so many. That's such a hard question. That's loaded. There's so many names that come to mind. I got to give a big shout out to Kevin Costello. He's one that I got to say something about because this dude came in safe, be the employed mindset, right? And always wanted and thought, but wasn't, didn't, the risk wasn't worth it, right? And he came to our event. And first, this dude comes from Texas, right? Comes from Texas, doesn't know me at all, reads a Facebook post of mine, sends me a message like, hey, dude, I love that post. I was like, oh, thanks, man. Like, that's just what we're about. Like, check out some of those posts. Let me know what you think. Like, and let me know how I can help you, like, serve you, right? And he doesn't say anything else. All of a sudden, he sends me a message like, hey, I just bought a ticket to your event in November. And I was like, you know, it's in Delaware, right? Because this event was, we were doing our event last year at, in near headquarters because we were like, listen, this year's event we're bringing home, right? Horrible idea, right? But this, is a, this year's event we're bringing home. I don't always do great things, right? Just so we know. Uh, so it wasn't the best business decision ever, but I was just like, we're giving something to the people in our community that they can do that they normally wouldn't have in the area of Delaware. So he's like, I'm coming, right? Now, if you know Delaware a little bit, we don't really have an airport. <laughs> so you're flying into Philadelphia, right? You're flying into Baltimore and closest is Salisbury, but that airport's very small, very expensive and not a lot of flights. So then no longer do you have to fly, you're not getting an Uber to get to the room, right? So, and he didn't even talk to me much about it. So I had a, we had a driver system set up. Whenever we do anything here, we have drivers at the airports that will pick you up and take you right? This you had to get a rent-a-car, right? Like, so it's no longer you pay for your flight, you pay for a rent-a-car, you pay for the ticket, you pay for your room. And he's on it. He was on a tight budget. So he comes to this event. I, the, after I found this all out, we upgraded his ticket to platinum, right? So he had front row seat. He got all the, all the extras, right? Like all the networking events, meet and greets, mastermind specials. Like, cause we, we do a bunch of different things during our event. He gets everything included. And the whole time, I think this dude is miserable. Like, I think he hates it. <laughs> like, I'm like, damn, like this guy hates us. Like, I don't understand. Like, I'm, I'm trying to be really good. Like trying to like welcome and like welcome him in and bring him to our, like introduce him to everybody. And whole time, whole time, whole time, last day and over, he comes to the goodbye. Uh, we always have like a till next time gathering at the end. All right. For people that want to go, like shakes my hand, looks me in the eyes. Like you changed my life forever, man. And just walks out. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what the hell just happened? Right. And this dude goes, he was telling me like he does. He used to have this project where he did like a podcast of every three months. He does regular podcasts. He does regular Facebook lives now. He started his own thing. He joined like four different affiliate markets and created a website to then sell affiliates to to build more money to be able then to go full time into his own thing. Right? He like he started a membership group in like four months. I was just like, oh my god! And he literally he stays in touch with me all the time now. I he we we say familiar all the time because we're family. And he's like, I got tickets to your next event. He's like, someday I'm going to speak at your event. I'm like, dude, like you can speak now if you want. Like, shit. Like, like, I'm just happy you don't want to kill me. Right. Like, that's what I thought was the original flavor. And it's like, 
to see that transformation and like just take owning his own power. It's like we didn't do we didn't do anything. He just accepted and opened up to that part of his life, right? To that part of his mindset, to that part of his heart. And it's like he's one of the guys where I'm just like, this is a beautiful story because everything about his life changed now. Right. And it's just like, and that's the power of being open in the room. It really is. I mean, you, you might have friends and family and sit there and say, hey, it's culture. So you're paying for your friends or you're paying for your connections. Yep. You're right. I am paying for my friends. I am paying for my connections, but they're ac- they actually become true, real friends, mentors, business partners, colleagues, just like, hey, what's going on? Like I was just messaging you the other day and I'm just like, hey man, just still thinking about our talk. Dude, that was awesome. You're literally like a breath of fresh air to talk to you, by the way, just how you handle it, how you handle communication is uh, like pure heart. Like it's just pure, genuine. And when I got done talking to you and then reading your messages and responding, it's like, I felt like I, everything we talked about, I was heard, right? Like, and, and that's, that's, ex- that's an extremely important skill. And I always say there's like two parts of that. It's like the art part, and that's that you care. And the skill part is that you've mastered the art of listening, digesting, and then being able to have a hold of conversation of meaning, right? And that's not easy, right? Because a lot of time communication is like, let me respond to what you're saying, right? Let me fire back, right? Or let me look cool. I have a hard time doing that. You see my beard, right? But it's, uh, <laughs> right? It's, uh, it's, it's, it's those things. And when you did that, I was just like, damn, like this dude's good, right? Like I was almost like, shit. I have to I have to get my skills up. <laughs> I'm truly humbled. I've got I've got goosebumps that you can't see or feel right now, but I'm I'm truly humbled by what you said right there. There's a a line in a in a musical and it's uh, talk less, smile more. But I think it's talk less, listen more from Hamilton. So I like yeah. that. Ooh, Hamilton just came. As we're getting closer to winding down here, I talk a lot about the pillars of success and what it takes. Mm. I believe there's three pillars out there that I talk on my solo shows and and I was talking to a coach of mine and, and we talk about what it takes to be successful, create success. And I think there's, there's mentorship, there's experimentation, there's partnership, there's willingness to fail, which we talked about here a little bit ago. But I think where people really get stuck is their willingness to succeed. And there's a lot of sensitivity in social media out there where people are actually afraid to be successful and then talk about their successes along the way. What do you believe it takes to get over your hump or your fear of being successful? Bro, that's a tough question for me, right? Because so my biggest hurdle was that. And why my biggest hurdle was that was because I've lost so many people that were close to me, friends, people my age, peers, right? People that were best friends, people that were mentors, people that uh, gone long before their time. And I said, why would I be worthy of this life? And they weren't. So I would get to a certain level of success and then self-sabotage. Get to a certain level of success, self-sabotage over and over, never-ending cycle, right? From when I jumped in the entrepreneurial world till like three years ago, (laughs) it was that cycle over and over and over. It was weird. It was just like random conversation. You said a line earlier that you pay for your friends, right? And uh, someone once said that line to me about different masterminds I joined and stuff. Oh, you pay for your advancement. And I said, everyone does. You either pay at the bar for your friends or I, and I pay my mastermind for my friends. What we're looking for is the same, but different, right? We're looking for that connection. We're looking for that vibe, that tribe, that family, right? That, that group. I stopped looking for mine at the bar and I started looking for mine at club where we're trying to do better, impact more people in a greater level and leave a legacy that will never be stopped being mentioned, 
right? Like it's not necessarily my name, but it's the group, the community. I want it to be like Abraham Lincoln, right? It's you're going to live forever in that aspect, right? And and that's one of my goals. Well, I mean, my number one goal is to end suicide, but uh, one of my goals is that we make recreate such great impact that you're forever remembered. So when you said that, and sorry for bouncing around, but so how do you own one success, right? So it's so, it's one, how do you define success, right? Have a clear definition of what success is to you. Because my definition of success and yours could be completely different, right? Or even just a little bit different, right? <laughs> just a shade different, right? Two different oranges. No, but so then define success for you. What is that? What does it look like owning it? What does it feel like owning it and being in it, right? Like really embrace that and experience that moment that like you're already there, even if you're not, right? Because that makes it more real for the human body. And then that makes the body more eager and the focus more intense, right? So we want to create intense focus on what you truly want. And then what, what it is, is that don't look for it in others. I feel like we're at two extremes right now on social media. It's either the devastation of huge, embarrassing failure, right? Let me sell all my losses to you. Or I'm on the beach every day typing in my laptop. And this is all my life is. I work 10 minutes a day. Right. And I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> like, no, no, you don't. I'm like, what? Like, maybe if you're an affiliate for some huge market, all you got to do is say, hey, I have this product. Right. But the chance of that is slim. And if it is, it's not something you probably built. Right. And the people that could have that lifestyle, they don't. Right. They don't want it. Right. Like, think of the Bill Gates. They don't, they don't, he doesn't want that lifestyle. He wants to give you a vaccine now, just like he did for computers. No, um, see, but the idea is like, like, like you, for example, you, you've built a great life, right? Like you're in good position, right? You have a healthy family, you have a place, right? Like things are taken care of a little bit. It's just like, all right, what success to you could be something completely different. And you could easily take a step back now and be like, I'm cool right here, right? Like I'm cool in this, in this level, but you're not cool in that level because you have more things to do, right? Like your heart's called to do more. So it has nothing to do with that. Well, now I could do the four-hour work week and the laptop lifestyle, right? Like, and it's like I'm sorry if I knock anyone for that, but it's just we're painting pictures that aren't real to people, right? And and that's and that's scary because we're playing with people's lives, right? And I don't want them to have extreme either way. I want more of this gray area. So how do you own your success? It's the same way I want you. Well, I do it a little differently. I celebrate the success, double the failure, and this is why uh, the failure I would need to learn. All right. So I take 30 minutes, nine minutes, an hour, right? Hour and a half, no more than two hours and dive into my failure and see what I did. Right. I dissect. I almost like swipe file my failure. Right. And then I'm going to dissect that thing and see where I can little adjustments. I'm, I'm not big on the, we have to redo this whole thing. Right. Like I'm split test this thing. Right. Let's adjust a little here and a little here and let's see how it, how we turn and turn and turn. And if it goes the right direction, if it doesn't, then we understand and we can keep moving. So I'm doing that to learn, right? Success, I have 48 hours. I have 48 hours. And my rules for success is this. When you succeed, you have 48 hours, you're celebrating. You cannot celebrate alone the whole 48, right? Now, who do you bring in? You have to bring in someone from your family, all right? It could be your kid, your wife, your, your distant cousin that you barely talk to. I don't care, all right? You have to bring in someone from your network, right? And you have to bring in someone from your community, and you have to celebrate with them. You have to share it with them, or you have to have a, whatever you do. Like some people play a video game to have a celebration. I know some guy that plays wiffle ball when he celebrates, right? But it's like our rules, you have to sell. And, and, and it does something to the psyche too, but we shouldn't be, 
your failures give people strength because they're like, all right, you failed and you can make it. So I fail and I can make it. But your success gives people something to believe in, faith that they can make it, that they can do that too. Because I'm not special. If I win, you can win. Right? Like, look at me. I have barely any teeth left. I have a big red scringly beard. Like, I'm not special by any means of the word. So if I can win, anyone can win. And that success then, one, makes people level up already. Just a feeling like, ah, oh, you know, when uh, someone hits a game-winning shot and everybody starts jumping, even if you're not a fan of the team, you're like, oh, right? Like, it's just that success moment lifts us all up, right? So I want us to lift each other up. And then it makes people see and believe what they can do and they're capable of doing and also yourself. So that was a long, weird answer, but that's, that's, that's kind of how I look at it. No, it's, it's a two-to-one ratio in how you're doing it. And I love the, you brought in family, you know, friend, someone that's in your, you know, in your network, someone that's, in, you know, in your community. It's a really interesting way to dissect how you want to celebrate and who you're celebrating your successes with, because they're probably all going to give you a different response, a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get a one-sided coin where it's heads on both sides. I'm going to have to personally dissect that just a little bit more and just like think about that. So, all right, last one here. What is a tip, a tactic, an actual item that if someone took in the next 30, 60, 90 days that you do can actually make an impact that quickly for them? I hate plan B's. Hate them. I love plan A's. Love them. Just in case I said the emotion twice, just so they didn't get it. <laughs> like the drama that I added. So sorry. I saw your face. I'm like, he's getting it, right? No. Um, the, uh, he's like, yep, love, love, right? You said it twice, right? Hey, hey, yep, got it, right? No. So understanding that you can have 100 plan A's, and this is what I mean by this. What I really like to do is I, I'm, I love human, all right, so my studies are like human behavior, neuroscience, and, and mental health, right? So I'm a big person nerd, right? Like, I love people. I literally go to the mall and watch people. I go to the boardwalk and watch people because I'm like, Oh no, this is what they're looking for right now. Ooh, this is, and I like this dissect and people hate it, right? Like people like, don't go with me anymore. Cause they're like, no dude, it's just annoying. Like, <laughs> like you make us go up and ask people questions because you want to see if you're right or not. I'm like, what's the point if we don't know, right? Like, uh, so I'm awkward in public. Uh, that's why people don't go in public with me much. But when we know, so what we do, we, we try this thing here, this computer we have also known as a brain has been programmed in, in for thousands of years, right? It's just changed what we viewed as what, right? Like we used to think that we needed a spear and someone to protect us from a saber-toothed tiger. And you know, like now we don't have those so much, right? So it's don't get me hit by a car, right? Like, so it's, it's the same mechanism. It's just used uh, differently. And it, understanding that is that this dissects what we feel to make it logical, right? And by doing that, it limits us, right? Weird, because everybody thinks the brain and limitless, Unless you think like that, it limits us. So I want you to understand what's the what's your number one goal? Like, what's your goal right now that you really want to complete? Right, and 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 jot that down. What goal do I really want to complete? What is it? Something that's so big, so important, so huge for you. Like, it, it's something that you're like, yes, I need to do that. I need to get that done. I need to have that app. It can be short term, long term, whatever. Uh, I want you to think: what feeling do, will you get when you complete that goal? Right, like, what's the feeling you'll have? All right, that's number two. Uh, and number three, a time frame in which you can complete it by. And then I want you to know that your goal is actually number two. It's the feeling you're seeking. And what your brain did was say, this is the way I can get it. And what the problem is, is that you probably can get it a hundred other ways. Not saying the way you want isn't big and you should have that one. That should be one on your list. But what are eight, nine other ways? 
right? So you have 10. What are 24 other ways? So you have 25. We normally do 100. Some of those are going to be daily things. Some of those are going to be weekly, monthly, yearly, right? Years, right? It's, it can be all different. But what kind of life, what kind of feeling, what kind of person will you be experiencing that feeling that you want so badly that many freaking times, right? Think about what kind of belief you'll have in yourself, right? What kind of mindset you'll have, what kind of life you're living, what kind of relationships you will have. When that feeling you're seeking, that you're fighting for, that you think this is the only way. If I get my degree, I'll feel accomplished, right? Well, what other ways that you can feel accomplished, right? Like little ways. If you made your bed, do you feel accomplished? Like, I don't know. That's a deal. But I hate making beds. <laughs> I feel annoyed. That's what I feel. <laughs> right? like, but, the, uh, but the idea is, so if you just do that three-step process, figure out that list, and then get that feeling more, we know the science behind momentum, even though I hate that freaking term, right? Like, the more you accomplish, the more you believe you can, the more action you'll take to do it, and the, more you, the better results you get, right? Like, we know how this works. So if we can break that down that way and have you start getting wins, piling them up, getting that feeling, oh boy, you become dangerous, man. Real dangerous. <laughs> and that's, that's what you can expect, whether it's a one-on-one -on -one coaching, whether it's going to your mastermind mm -hmm. in Delaware, whether it's going down to Colombia and Cartagena, mm -hmm. that's the world that you surround yourself with. And you, you have, we, we didn't touch on it, but I want to preface it with this. You have an amazing prequel to your story. Thank you. That more people, when they realize the value that you bring, will we'll get to learn. So I have to say, I'm looking forward to listening to this again, taking this all in because I've gotten some chills. There's been some unbelievable nuggets that I want to take out and actually like implement in, in my own personal life. It doesn't always have to be a business life because if your personal life is in sync, other things just fall into place with hard work and, and with connections mm -hmm. and with networking. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it just happens, but like <laughs> some of that stuff, you can just, you, you implement in your personal life as well. So mm -hmm. we've got Michael Faber, the founder and CEO of Unleash You Now. Michael, I want to thank you and appreciate your time today. Oh, thank you so much, brother. It was an honor being here. Sorry. Hopefully they get something from it. My rambles. There's more than rambles. I appreciate it. Thanks, Michael. Thank you, brother. Thank you for listening to The Mastermind Effect, your secret weapon for personal development. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to experiencing The Mastermind Effect.